Good morning, campers! Have no fear, happy campers is here. It's a summer camp-themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julie and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. We are recording. <laughs> Hi, happy campers. Hey, happy campers. <laughs> yeah, um, we are doing the COVID podcasting, and we are bringing you a new episode with a new guest and an entirely new camp that was created just over the past couple months. Um, that is how we are all evolving in this post-COVID uh, not, we're not post-COVID, in the middle of COVID <laughs> camp age. And we thought that this story was something that would you know, be really uplifting and a way that we are kind of, people in our communities are reacting to all, all this terrible stuff going on, but finding ways to empower children and create new opportunities in, in a summer of, of craziness. Uh, yes, Sammy, do you want to introduce our guest? I would love to. Today we have uh, Naomi on the podcast. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about how your camp and how it got started and what's going on? Yeah, so um, I, um, in the past, I have worked on um, political campaigns for a very long time. I was working um, on the Elizabeth Warren campaign up until basically all the shutdowns happened. Like it was kind of crazy that like her campaign ended and then like three days later, the whole world fell apart. <laughs> um, but I had had, I was working with a campaign developing programs for kids and families to do canvassing for the, for the presidential election. Um, and so I led trainings that were for um, families to learn how to, how to canvas. And, and, and I did it with hundreds of families in New Hampshire leading up to the primaries. And my plan was whether or not Elizabeth Warren was the, the uh, nominee was to keep doing that with kids and families up until the election. It's something I did in 2016 for the midterms in 2018 was, I just like getting kids and families involved. Um, I like getting kids involved because it's fun and also because I know if kids have opportunities to get involved in political processes, it brings in their parents as well. And oftentimes parents, um, it's really hard for them to canvas or to spend time volunteering because they have childcare issues or um, it's just difficult. So I people, it's very exciting to get kids involved. So basically there are, there's no canvassing anymore. <laughs> and I had to kind of, reinvent how I could still get kids and families involved. And right now, um, there's a lot of postcarding campaigns. Postcarding was really big. Um, I, did, I did about, I don't know, thousands of postcards with kids and families before the midterms. Um, and so I researched a bunch of postcarding campaigns. And basically what I do is sort of take the campaigns and try to distill them, make them really easy for um, kids and families to be able to do. And I was like, wouldn't it be neat if we had a postcard camp? <laughs> um, and basically, um, we would, you know, what, what it evolved into, I sort of brainstormed it out with a few people, but um, what evolved into was I asked, I'm at, I asked kids to commit to writing 100 postcards this summer. 
which comes out to kind of basically 100 postcards before October when we should really be mailing out a lot of these postcards, which comes down to about one a day, maybe. Um, it's okay if they don't do all of them. Um, I'm trying to be really but I'm trying to encourage them that that's like a good number to do. Um, and I, I, I had, so there are a bunch of pieces in here. I had a friend design um, a little pouch that we're calling our political power postcard pouch. <laughs> um, and it's like a really nice little zipper pouch. And we 3D printed these little zipper pulls that say future voter on them. And every kid gets a pouch, um, 100 postcards, a pen, a roll of stamps, and some stickers. Um, and so I asked, um, I put it out there that I was like, if you sign up for this camp, I'll mail you this pouch that has all the materials for it and we'll meet once a week and we will write postcards together. So I thought I was going to get maybe a handful of kids. Um, I've always been happy with any number I have because I think even if you get one kid, they tell their friends and then other kids know whatever. Um, in three days, I had over 60 kids register. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and then I had to pause it. <laughs> you had to make all the pouches? <laughs> I, I had to pause it because I was like, oh my God, I had to get fabric. I had to get zippers. My friend who was making the pouches lives uh, about an hour away from me. So I had to like... I had trips to drive to drop off the fabric and to pick up the pouches and I had to order all the supplies um, and there was we were still pretty much in lockdown here in Massachusetts so I, a lot of the things you know I just had to order there was shipping and it just everything everything took a little time and also you know I was anticipating getting 500 postcards and all of a sudden overnight I needed 6,000. 6, <laughs> so but Luckily, I'm a project manager <laughs> by training and I'm very organized and I have a master spreadsheet and I taught my nine-year-old daughter how to use Google Sheets. That was a, a camp activity for her. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and so we we got it all together and we shipped out, um, uh, basically it ended up being 55 kids um, for the first week and um, we just had our first session on Wednesday and it was awesome. I mean, basically the structure is that we, I, there's some learning component. I mean, I don't tell them it's a learning component, but I'm trying to teach them about voting and, and civil rights and voting rights and what is a swing state and what is the electoral college. It's kind of like a mini civics camp. Um, and then each kid has a bunk and it, which is the Zoom breakout room and they go into their bunks and they write the postcards together. Uh, and that's that's awesome. pretty much the structure of the camp. And uh, and it, you know it was the, the first session had some technical bumps. Um, and also because I wanted to have smaller groups, so I had eight bunks. I needed to have eight counselors <laughs> um, in each of the groups. So, um, but I got some good feedback for it, and I'm I'm super excited to keep going. Um, okay, I have like a lot of questions. <laughs> Um, okay, so like, what are we, what are we writing in the postcards? Is it like the kids are make? is there like an artistic element to it? And then like, what kind of messaging are they putting in the postcards? Yeah, so it's very, very prescribed. There are four campaigns that we're doing right now. Um, I did a lot of research on, on all these different campaigns. And what I'm finding now is that originally I had thought I would do postcards that kids could decorate the back. And I did send some with the packets just for fun. But most postcard campaigns right now are um, 
are sending you pre-designed pre postcard backs mm -hmm. um, with, with the exact script that you want to use. So most of the postcards we are sending out, um, we are doing for a project out of Indivisible Chicago um, that is called Postcards to Swing States. Um, and I have about 3,500 postcards that are going out to Michigan. Um, and so the back of the postcard set is really nicely designed. It's like a retro travel poster and it says vote Michigan and it has info on mail-in voting and then they send us the exact script that we write on the back and and okay. basically the script is like I mean I don't have it in front of me but um but it, it's um reminding about mail-in voting it's saying why we're voting for Democrats and just saying that you're an important voter and then we have actual um addresses of individual people so everyone is getting you know, 100 actual people that they're sending out to. So that's one of the campaigns. Um, we're also doing a campaign to Miami, which is specifically about getting people to, re reminding them to apply for a mail-in ballot. So there are a lot of steps this year. I mean, not all places have mail-in ballots. Mm -hmm. some, pe some places do, and you have to remind people that they need to sign up for them. I mean, there's just, there's so much messaging that has to go out this year. Um, so that's a Miami campaign. And then I'm really excited about a campaign we're doing um, that's uh, called Reclaim Our Vote that's partnering with the NAACP um, that's really trying to get sort of low frequency voters to make sure that they are registered to vote, that they haven't been purged from the rolls, and to apply for mail-in voting. Um, and that campaign is fascinating because they specifically have directions about not using um, patriotic images on the postcards mm -hmm. which is kind of fascinating that like that that it could be a turnoff to these voters or they could feel uncomfortable by it and so they have these really beautiful cards that are somewhere around here um, that just say like power to the people or power to the polls on them um, so I'm going to try to use each part of the week to educate the uh, kids about why we're doing these different campaigns and um, um, but yeah they don't have to Sorry, that's a long, long answer to your question, but they, they were, they're getting very specific directions about what to write. They don't have to come up with a whole story. <laughs> this is so awesome because I don't, I don't know if you've heard about uh, Crooked Media. They did, they're doing oh, a yeah. program called Adopt a State. I adopted Pennsylvania. And <laughs> did I, did I actually, yeah. Oh, really? It's like basic, it's like you're doing the same thing, but you're engaging kids to like grow up and be civically engaged adults it's awesome i love voting so much it's it's i wish this was around when i was a kid not covid but like civic yeah. camp. <laughs> one, one thing that's really interesting that I, I you know i keep trying to hold on to the things that are really in this awful time like the mo moments of things that are really special of things that we maybe wouldn't do is that I mean, I have, so there are now, so I had 55 kids, I have 25 kids on the wait list who I'm just slowly trying to get postcards out to them, but they're from like 12 or 15 different states around the country. Wow. In fact, one of the things that we're going to do next week in the session is I'm making a, a map, just a U.S. map of like where everyone is, because it's so neat to have like you know, th there was a kid in Iowa who's in the camp, and I'm based in Boston, um, and he was like, why are we wait? Oh, sorry. He was in Ohio. Yeah. And he's like, why are we writing to Michigan when I live in Ohio? And I was like, you know what? Like you, we should write to Ohio. <laughs> like, um, but I think it's so neat to have kids who are from all over the country and to sort of learn 
you know, some of these kids live in swing states and like I live in very blue Massachusetts and, um, but it's really neat. And then the other thing is that I like, some of these kids really are, you know, maybe their parents signed them up for it or maybe they're, but then there are some kids who really already know a lot. I mean, there was a kid in the camp the first week who, who said, I want to talk about ranked choice voting. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, know what ranked choice voting is. <laughs> well, you should come to our sessions. And he's I like, would love to. <laughs> and he's like, and specifically, I want to talk about the spoiler effect. And I was like, great. So I, I'm, it, it's exciting to see kids who are already engaged and will, will teach their, their peers a lot. One, one of the girls actually in camp helped me with the Zoom breakout room. I was ready to give up for it, give up on it. And she was like, I did a little research and I think if you do this, and she was totally right so <laughs> so that was pretty fun too the kids are great <laughs> um okay so that was gonna be my next question is like they're really engaged with the programming about learning about all the about voting and civic engage engagement yeah i mean it you know it's hard when there's 55 kids yeah in a zoom you know you know um i i like to run i'm a teacher and i like to run an engaging class and one of the things that we start every week with is we vote so there's a poll function in zoom and so i made a bunch of polls that are like i think this week we voted on favorite ice cream flavors and i talked to them about like we're going to do this every week because it's important to vote you know maybe it's not super important in this poll to vote for ice cream flavors, but it's important to think about what's important to me and what are my reasons for making a selection and then defending it so so, you know, we had kids who were like, well, I don't like ice cream, you know? <laughs> and so what do you do if you don't like any of the choices on the poll? Like, do you still pick one? You pick one that your friend might like? Do you hear? And so it just has an opportunity to, to, to open up that discussion. So, so I think when you do things like that, you know, that engage kids, um, um, it can be, it can be fun. And, you know, sometimes with these online camps, like, you know, you know, all these kids have gone through so much trauma in the past few months that sometimes it works for them and sometimes it doesn't. But I think they really like breakout rooms, you know, like they just, I don't know, kids seem to really like that. And, um, and I really try to keep it to time to keep it really just one hour so that it really engages the most kids. So, so we'll see. They all came the first day. So that was great. <laughs> how, um, how old is the age range of kids? Yeah. Yeah. So I put, I said eight to 12. Uh, and then I have a couple 13 year olds who are on and I have a couple seven year olds. So they're on either end. I mean, ultimately I am going to have to make sure that they can write legibly. Um, right. And so I, I, I think, um, I'll be checking in with the parents and that's why I have counselors in each group to sort of check the cards. So for maybe for some of the younger kids, they'll put stamps on all the postcards on a hundred postcards, or they'll write the address or they'll write one portion of the, the script. I'm just sort of, I'm going to keep tabs on, on how kids, you know, are able to do the postcard. Cause it actually is really, now that we have like 6,000 addresses, it's like pretty important that they actually get sent out. Um, but, and I'm also trying to do content that's good for a range of kids. Um, we have, I found a video that in a couple weeks we're gonna talk about voting rights. Um, and I have a really good video, but it has some difficult images in it about 
like how blacks were treated during the civil rights movement. And I think for me, I just, as a, I think about, always think about as a parent, like I will probably send that video out to parents ahead of time to say like, look, I think this is really important and we're going to talk about how some of it is difficult to watch, but, you know, take a look at it ahead of time. If you don't, you know, you think it might be good or not good for your kids. Do you, do you find that it's, sorry, Julia, if I'm asking all the questions, but I'm obsessed with this. You're asking all um, the right questions. <laughs> um, do you find that it's like kind of difficult to break down some of these like kind of harder topics for like make it kid digestible, like voter suppression in the United States is like a huge and terrible problem? Yeah, I, I, I think that that is something that I've, learn that I'm is something that I'm good at yeah I think I think think like I don't know I I mean I have a a child development background too and so I always like to sort of how do you take anything and chunk it out and I've you know I have two kids that I practice things on but I I always try to it's really helpful to take things down to like a simple level and 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 I think when it's a difficult topic the most important thing is tell kids like this is really hard to, sometimes this is really hard to hear, or this is really, really difficult, or this is really an unfair thing that happens in the world. But what we're doing together is a, is a way to make change. Um, And so, you know, you, you sort of, you sort of have to like break things down and, and always remind kids like you committing this one hour to do this can make that can help make that change. And that's really important. We did talk about this uh, week about how there's 55 of us and we're going to write to 5,500 other people. And if each of those people has five friends that they tell about, like, <laughs> it's a terrible analogy, but like, this is how the virus spreads. You know? <laughs> it is how the virus spreads. I never thought about it like that. But, you know, I mean, it's sort of, that's how the good virus spreads. I right. <laughs> the civil engagement virus. Yeah. yeah that we could all catch. <laughs> um, I've, Have you, oh, yeah, you. No, go ahead. I mean, please, please do it. My question was, you know, you, it sounds like the project evolved and obviously, you know, you, you have a whole background in this and have been doing this IRL. Um, do you have a, a history with summer camp yourself? And did you think that camp would be a good lens this summer to keep running this program through? Um, I mean, I did a lot of camps growing, growing up. I think my most like recent camp experiences sort of like watching my kids go through camp but um i mean i i taught at um in a, a hebrew school in in that, that flipped online and so i'm i sort of like come and i'm going to be teaching in person but probably some online in the fall um that you know so i'm sort of we got used to the zoom i guess you know, way of engaging things. Um, but, you know, it's different from, we're all calling it camp and it's fun to call it like a bunk and counselors, but like, it's obviously, di- ever, I think kids are realizing that like Zoom camp is not the same as regular camp, but kids are also starving for, you know, stuff right now. Right. Um, and And I've seen with my kids that we're trying to sort of balance the day with like one, 
you know, one or two, like one hour online something, whether it's a camp or a class or something, but then still having them get outside um, and, and do things. So like this, to me, this Zoom camp is, is a good use of technology because it's, it's not, um, it, it's something that they need to kind of be indoors and doing something, you know, on a desk as opposed to like a, a camp thing that feels like it should be outside, but that's on a computer screen, you know, which is right. I've um, seen some photos of kids doing uh, footwork for their soccer camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in front of the zoo and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, my daughter did a, a class like that. And at first it was sort of novel and fun. And then she was like, it's too, like, it was just, it felt like a weird medium, you know, like we're sort of forced to use this medium right now. Um, and sometimes it is good. And sometimes I know she also did a, a camp thing that was like making friendship bracelets. And it was like the saddest making That's friendship so bracelets. sad. <laughs> it was like 20 <laughs> girls and they were all on mute and they were all just like tying knots by themselves. And I was like, Sylvia, that looks so not fun. And she's like, so it's sad. <laughs> not fun, you know? And so I think, you know, part of our camp is like watching these videos and I have a like colorful slide deck and I'm sort of trying to like it's a good use of the computer screen and then and there are other things that are just not um everyone's when, trying i mean that's the thing is like, yeah i mean it's trying you yeah. can only do your best you know yeah um when they're done with the postcards are they the ones that send it out or do they get sent back to you to like review um no i'm gonna talk to the both the counselors and the parents about checking them um to really make sure that they're right before they go up but actually most of these campaigns except for one i think um are asking the postcards to be held until like the beginning of october and okay. to send them out so they're really part of a get out the vote push yeah um, which is nice for the kids because then they're not as pressured <laughs> there are campaigns that sometimes send you a list and they're like you have to turn these around in two weeks and it's just a lot of pressure i think yeah. so um so a lot of them they're going to hold which is also part of why they have the pouch you know so they can just like keep them in the pouch uh I i'm aware there's going to be a like there's a lot i'm going to have to keep track of as we like really get into the work of doing it but i'm taking it kind of week by week and and it's been really helpful to have parents sign up to be counselors so i have just like a little help because i was not planning there to be so many kids <laughs> but it's hard to turn them away too because i look at each of those kids as like well that's another hundred voters that we could contact and it's I yeah. think that's the most important thing for their future right now is to like make some big change in the fall so absolutely do you think that you'll bring in any type of guest speakers, like friends of yours in the political space as you go? Yeah, yeah, actually we have, um, that's another fun thing about the Zoom is that one of the founders of the Postcards to Voters, uh, sorry, Postcards to Swing States um, project that we're doing um, is coming next week. Because oh, I awesome. and and I'm going to interview her to ba basically say you know like tell us you know tell us about the project and how you came up with the messaging and how you pick these states and stuff. So we'll have her guest speaker, and then we have um, my my state senator is coming in August, um, which is really fun. And wow. I'm, I'm hoping to have some other. I know I, you know now I have some of the parents who are like, oh, I know someone who works on this Senate campaign, and so I, I'm I'm trying to bring them in for like you know everything has to be much shorter so i'm like 
is there, you know, can I do a three question Q and A with them? <laughs> um, so yeah, I told the kids that um, my state senator was going to come, and they were like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> like I was like, no, you know, and I was like, but I should probably teach them the difference between a state senator and a U.S. senator. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it did get me thinking, like, could I get Elizabeth Warren to come? Like I, you know. I'm you know sure. what? She was on Love It or Leave It and she played a game. So I bet you she would be down for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like engagement. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to work on that one. So <laughs> that would be truly awesome. <laughs> that or be- a Elizabeth Warren impersonator. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. A cardboard cutout. Or Bailey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is like truly this is my favorite i love it so much oh thanks um do you is there like a cost associated with the camp yeah so i'm not taking any any money for myself on it but the i'm i'm charged everyone it's 75 dollars for the whole summer um and and basically that covers the cost of you know i it was like the fabric and the zipper is for the pouches the postcards, I mean, stamps alone are $35 for like 100, 100 stamps. So that was a big chunk. And then the postage, like there's a lot of, um, uh, and, and like the pen, I don't know. I basically have this running spreadsheet of like how much I've spent and how much people have paid. Um, and then basically at the end of the summer, uh, whatever's left, we're going to donate to Stacey Abrams um, voter rights organization. And so we'll do a little thing at the end to sort of teach them about that. Um, so, I mean, to me, this is like, this is my labor of love. <laughs> this is also like, I was planning to do volunteering this summer, like in a big way. And so that's sort of what I'm doing. Um, and I don't know, I hope it'll make a difference. <laughs> I believe it will. <laughs> um... So if, if any of our listeners, uh, like if they have kids or nieces or nephews who want to uh, get involved. You have a wait list right now, but they should email or do you have a website yeah. for the camp yeah, or an email? So the camp, it's um, tinyurl.com slash postcard camp. Um, and so I'm still like, basically as registrations come in, I'm trying to fulfill them and I'll let people know um, as they get off. I mean, there's like a little lag time because I have to, I'm trying to have some backlog of supplies, but not ordered so much that I'm out money. <laughs> um, so as long as I can fulfill them, I'll send them to kids. And I'm recording all the sessions so that if kids start late, they can watch the other two. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll keep, as long as I can <laughs> manage it. And as long as I'm asking parents to sign up for like at least one session to be a counselor to help out. So that that's good. Um, but yeah. You can share it, and if I, I think uh, <laughs> my family wants to be a counselor, I'll be a counselor. Like, Whenever you need more counselor, <laughs> great. Well, I'll send you. I have a sign-up genius for the counselors. That, yeah, that I would love to do it one day. I would be super pumped about it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one and- friend who doesn't have kids who um, who signed up to do it, and and she wanted to be with like the older kids, and then I think she was like, "Oh, teenagers are scary." <laughs> but but she she did great and um and you know it's fun everyone's trying to sort of figure out like it's it's hard to meet new people on zoom you know like it it really that's really why i wanted to have smaller groups but um you know where i i think it's good for kids 
they're, you know, they'll, they'll have something to do while they're kind of chatting and I don't know, maybe they'll start playing music or other things, but, but hopefully everyone will, will do the work of the postcarding too. So. It's also, I, I please don't be offended by me saying this, but it's like you made a uh, like bat mitzvah thank you notes. Cool. Right. Like it just, it's just like, that's what, that's what I was thinking of in the beginning. <laughs> I was like, when as a child, oh my God, that was torture. Yeah. <laughs> it was like months of not going outside because I hadn't finished my bombets. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope that they really will do it. And then they weren't just in it for the cool pouch. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I think they are, you know, I, I think, you know, kids, kids know so much more than we, we think they do. And it's it's a very frustrating time to be a kid and to see like just you know everything from like climate change to racial justice to like you know if their parents lost jobs or if they have losses in their family to the virus like it's very paralyzing and it's just good for kids to have um camaraderie with other kids and also feel like they can can do something um, you know, my daughter is enjoying, she has a couple of friends in it and she's really just happy to have some friends and to, you know, and to be in my camp. I was like, oh, I'm the camp director, whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, it well, means a lot. It means a lot. Also, you're like providing like a piece of structure, not just on the camp day. It's like every day they can like sit down and write their postcard for that day. And that's, you know, 15, 20 minutes that they're doing yeah. something and thinking about civil engagement. I, I, I hope that that is to, you know, I mean, it's very, it's so easy to get sucked in by screens right now. Um, and, and like, it's very good to have an analog project <laughs> that you're doing. So I, I hope that that that's good for kids too. Um, and, and I really am trying to make it easy for them. Like I send everyone a sample written postcard to do um, because even with these campaigns that are, you know, like sent distributed, there are certain people who are initiators. Like I'm an initiator. Like I could ask the organization to send me stuff and, and do that. And then there are people who are like, can you package it even simpler for me? And that that's, I like doing that part. That's like the organizer in me that helps sort of take even if it's not confusing directions making it even simpler um and it's good for when things that are good for kids are good for parents too i'm, I'm sure there will be some parents who will write some postcards in this yeah i mean that's like great. the whole thing behind the adopt a state thing is like literally making it so easy for adults to you know make calls texts whatever to try to get people to register to vote so like yeah. It's, it's the same a, thing. It's such a big thing in organizing is that like, I mean, when I used to would send people out on canvassing things, you know, like it, a lot of times when you sign up for canvassing shifts and a campaign will say, you have to finish your whole list, you know, everyone on your list. And I tell people, you finish as much as you can <laughs> because you don't want that person to leave feeling like they didn't do a good job. You want yeah. them, you want them to leave knowing that like, they went out there, they blocked that time off on their calendar, they put on their boots, they dragged their kids and packed tons of snacks, and that everything that they did was worth it because they will come back and do more after that. And that that's why, that's sort of the chain, the difference between canvassing with kids and canvassing, you know, in general for a campaign is I, I think I can get more people 
even to, to go out there knowing that they're not going to feel bad if they don't do, you know, everything. Yeah. Canvassing is scary. It's like the easier you can make it, the, you know, knocking on people's doors. I did it for the last wow. election. And it's like so scary. <laughs> but like, if you keep doing it, it gets a little less scary. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it really, it's, it, it's actually, I mean, I have a whole thing about why it's great to do with kids because I've never had anyone really yell at me, even on myself, but no one yells at you when you have a kid. Yeah, I was just, I mean, I had a couple people like shut the weapons. door in my face that I don't think they would do if I had a child with me. <laughs> or maybe yeah. they would. I don't know. And it's a great, I want my kids to know that like democracy is hard work and that it, it really, I think I grew up really with this idea that uh, I mean, my parents always instilled with me the importance of, of voting and how important it was to vote Democrat. <laughs> um, but but I also just always assumed that my vote didn't really matter in Massachusetts. And and maybe my vote doesn't really matter, quote unquote, in Massachusetts. But what I do outside of Massachusetts really has a big impact. And so that's just an important thing for everyone to know. So. Yeah. Oh, Naomi, I... <laughs> I can't get over it. I love this camp so much. Oh, good. I'm going to send you this. Actually, in that tiny URL slash postcard camp, there's information on the, the sign up genius for counselors. So okay. that I definitely want, you know, more of. I think that's great. So. Okay. So to recap for our listeners, if you have a kid or you know a kid who is potentially politically minded um maybe the next president not the next president but maybe one day a president of the united states uh and they want to get involved or a communications director or just an activist whatever um you should go to tinyurl.com slash postcard camp and you can sign them up and they'll get a nice little package in the mail uh with all the stuff they need to write their 100 postcards before October. That's doable. I think so. Yeah. Right? And uh, if you just want to contribute to this, is there a way to kind of sponsor a kid or anything like that? Yeah, I know. That was something someone, uh, a good friend of mine offered to, to sponsor um, a camper. Um, I didn't even, I don't really know how to make that connection, but I love that idea. Um, I, I actually, I think I can, um, I'll try to include something in the registration saying that if that's something that people, I'll, I'll add a question. There you <laughs> go. Because I think that would be nice. I mean, it's, you know, I, like $75 seems like a lot. It really is just covering the cost of the supplies, but, you know, money is tight all around for everyone. So I think if it can make it easier for people, I think that offer for my friend is still standing, but, but I'd have to check with her. So... <laughs> um great so check out the website if you want to sign up to be a counselor i'm gonna do it after we end this zoom um and then yeah that's it i think that's it awesome. thank you so much for coming on and yeah. telling us about postcard camp and uh send us a photo of the cool kind of uh everything that comes oh. in there in the pouch Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. Send us a picture. We want to put that on the Instagram. Okay, great. Yeah, I'll show you. I have them all behind me, but but I don't know if there's 
I shouldn't show them here, right? I'll send it to you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. This is a podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a visual medium. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you could send this, that would be awesome. Um, is there anything else you want to say to wrap up? No, this is this is fun. I, I, I like talking about postcard camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. I Thank you so much. Make sure we'll, to, we'll just make vote. sure. Make sure to vote, listener. Oh, yeah. Listeners. Vote. Vote. And maybe Elizabeth Warren will listen to the podcast and. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. Bye. Bye, thank you. Thanks.